We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Fresh off of a betting win with Max Homo last week, our crew forages on to preview the Byron Nelson. Hopefully uh, we get another winner this week. everybody welcome to gaming golf i'm jeff erickson here with jeff ritter from sports illustrated and scott jenstad from rotowire last week scott and jeff were all over max homa scott got him down at i think 44 to 1 uh his nice little betting sheet at other top fives in there with keegan bradley and uh cam young hopefully we can do the same this week for you here on gaming golf guys how are we doing doing well scott congrats <laughs> thank that you that was a big week yeah, that was fun. It had uh, been a couple of weeks since we hit a winner and hitting one uh, plus 40 to one was a lot of fun. I was telling you guys beforehand, there was a moment there where I think four of the guys in the betting sheet were one, two, three with like four holes left. Matt Fitzpatrick snuck in there to to sneak in the T2. But it was uh, it was fun to have uh, not very much stress on the back nine because I figured any of those guys were going to win at some point. But it was uh, it was wild. Cam Young hit it great. Keegan Bradley led the field in putting, which, you know, I, I don't think that'll ever happen again. And right. Homa, Homa putted really well, hit it well. It was uh, it was fun. Max Homa's one of my two or three favorite players on tour, too. So it's always fun to uh, have a guy you really like uh, hit one. He gives uh, great interviews. He did uh, did some cool uh, cool stuff. Uh, he did a, a foreplay, uh, the, the scramble foreplay with the barstool guys. It was really funny. Hit some great shots. And um, I love Homa, so it was fun. He's a fun he's, – he's fun online. He's yeah, he, of, he gets it. Uh, yeah, he's a good he's a good social media guy for sure. Yeah, yep, he is. Absolutely. So, all right, pretty good week last week. Uh, fields are trickling back up and up. This week, the Byron Nelson, we got a really good one. The week before the PGA, uh, the return of Scotty Scheffler included on this one here. Uh, so excited about that. Let's go. Ju- let's just jump right into it here and look at this top tier. Uh, starting uh, with Scotty Scheffler's at ten nine. Justin Thomas ten six. DJ 10-2, and then uh, Jordan Spieth at 10-1. Uh, my first reaction is only 10-9 for Scheffler? How, what does he have to do to get over 11,000? I mean, it's Playing a big a price, tournament? but it's not, it's not obscene, right? It's not an obscene price for Daily Fantasy, so it's tempting. I mean, the guy's four. He's won four of his last six events. 
he's on the heater of all heaters. I mean, it's not, you can't even call it a heater at this point. He's the number one player in the world and he's, you know, he just went up and took that ranking. So, uh, and this is an interesting week. I mean, it's the only second time it's played at this course last year. KH Lee, who was on my fantasy team, I had to look it up. I don't even remember KH Lee really winning this thing, but it was just one of those, it was just a complete shootout, you know, just it, so I look at this event and think aggression, how hot, who's, who can get hot, stay hot. Um, Scott, I know one of, one of his famous methods of picking golfers is to avoid hot putters. But I think this week you maybe want to just try to find one who could just, you know, get hot and stay there for four days. So Scott Scheffler is the hottest golfer on the planet. So I don't, I don't know how, I, I feel like he is a little bit mispriced, even though he is, uh, you know, the better's choice this week. I still feel like maybe he's just a touch undervalued. Is that possible? Uh, I wouldn't have blinked if he was like 11-2, 11-3 for sure. I mean, he's, you know, four or six tournament wins is crazy. And this course, uh, you know, we talk about the course, but this is the second time playing here at TPC Craig's Ranch. And you mentioned KH Lee last year, minus 25. The cut was minus six last year. So you're going to have to score this week. Uh, big fairways, a lot of water. There's only on 14 holes, I think, but large fairways, big greens. Um, you're right. It's going to be a, it's going to be a putting contest. You know, the kind of tricky around the green stuff is not as important this week because guys are going to hit more greens and regulation. Um, if you're a little weighted with the driver, it's going to not be as bad either. I have no issue with Scheffler. Um, I'm going Justin Thomas in this range at 10-6. I just think the, the ball strike has been so good. The putting has held him back, but I think that's going to come around at some point here. But eight events in the top in, in 2022, five of those in the top 10, no missed cuts. You look at this field in the last 24, uh, JT is second in the field in shots gained total, third in shots gained T to green, second in ball striking, second approach. He's hitting the ball so well right now. Hasn't won in over a year. I think it's time for JT to get a win. I think this is the week he does it. It's time. I still off this tier have a funny Jordan Spieth feeling, even though he just won his last event at Harbortown. He's rested since then. He was just so good tee to green that week. And, you know, there's no Spieth, kind of a, the lesser known career grand slam attempt that's out there is Spieth just needs the PGA. So he has no reason to take the foot off the gas this week. Um, I he just, was ninth here last year too. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, he was eighteen under. Uh, so back, of course, a Tex, you know, Texans playing in Texas. There's, there's always uh, that always seems to come up, but it's going to be you know ninety some degrees next week down here. So um, that's Texas weather. Um, and I just and, think for the money too, I like Spieth off this tier as well. And for many weeks, I've been you know Spieth is not hitting the ball that well and kind of miracle putt, but he's been hitting the ball really well the last couple of tournaments. Yeah. You know, the Masters we don't have really t- data on, but Valero and RBC. Hit it well, putted terribly at RBC, and putted really badly at Valero. So if he uh, if he just putt average, he'll, he should be right there. Uh, I'm never one to usually pick speed this price. Um, I'm gonna go. I'd go JT, and then I'd probably go a couple guys in the nines. But uh, I wouldn't argue as hard against speed as I normally do in this range, and that uh, that probably says a lot right there. Do you think of the four in the tens is, is DJ the least rostered? I do. Maybe an angle there too, because I mean he's not in bad form in his own right. Uh, he's not not the bad DJ that we saw earlier. He, he hasn't come close to winning necessarily, but he's he's not killing you either. Yeah, off off a missed cut where he lost strokes and approach. I think he's probably the the. That's the right. At RBC, he missed the cut, right? But he was yeah. twelve. He was twelfth of the Masters. He was ninth of the players. Like uh, he seems to be coming around a little bit. I just think coming off the missed cut, Spieth coming off the win. Everybody loves JT Scheffler. Obviously, has won five thousand times this year. I, I think I think DJ's got to be the least rostered in this group. Yeah, I'm going to throw in a note here uh, that we usually saved at the very end. But I think if you want to have a solo Scheffler, this is the week to do it. 
because everyone who hasn't picked him yet and is kicking themselves is going to save him for the PGA next week or for another major. I, I think you might just be solo Scheffler this week if you go that route. Uh, Maybe, yeah. And it's such a good field, you know, that you know people, it's easy to get distracted by the other big names that are that are in it. That's not a bad. I might be talking myself into that. We'll see. It's funny. You might have you. You're trying to talk me to solo DJ too. I think that DJ and one and done be kind of interesting too, just because nobody's yep. going to take him in this field. Yep. And needing that, knowing that I need a miracle, uh, I'm way out of the hunt in our one and done pool. That uh, I might go that route, but we'll all, see. We'll see. All you all you need is a miracle, Jeff. Eh, all I need is you, Scott. You're here right now. So. I, set, I set you up and you slammed it home. I love it. All right. Uh, on that happy note, let's move on to the 9,000 before this gets too uh, Mike and the Mechanics-esque. Uh, Hideki's at 99, Xander 97, Sam Burns 95, Will Zalatoris. All he needs to do is learn how to putt 94, Joaquin Neiman 93, Brooks 92, Fleetwood 9,000, Jeff Ritter. Who do you like in the 9,000s? Yeah, I have not. I don't think Hideki has played since the Masters, has he? But I think I just they I said like it'd this, take four weeks, right? Yeah, it's, it's that's right. Uh, I like him in this type of setup where aggression is rewarded and uh, his all around game, particularly T to green game, is a good fit. But I think Sam Burns, first guy I, I sort of highlighted off this tier, is just his runner up last year. He's also kind of he's quietly having a very good year and profiles really well for. Uh, a birdie fest. And uh, then I also, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, lurking there, 9,000. I was I had to double check. It felt like he's done nothing but make cuts lately. He's actually done nothing but finish top 20s lately, I think five right. in a row. So he's very quietly putting it all back together. There was a time when Tommy Fleetwood was like, he's the best guy without a major. You know, it was like Fleetwood was, was that guy knocking on the door every other week in the summer. Uh, but he's very quietly, I think, starting to find it. And so uh, I think at that price, it was a little higher price than I, than I thought I had to go back and check, but I like the recent form. So for 9,000, I'm, I'm interested. So I have a couple guys here. I, I this, this tier is really good. I mean, I, I think yep. that uh, you can, you can play a couple guys here pretty easy, but I like Hideki too. Just great ball striking. He's been healthy. Um, I'd love, uh, it takes a little bit of leaf of faith because he hasn't played since the Masters, but he's gained nicely to green in five of six, like hitting the ball really well, uh, putting better than he normally has. But the guy I love in here, if JT doesn't win, is my pick to win is actually Will Zalatoris at 9,400. I think this course uh, leads itself to long irons into, into greens. We talked about big fairways, big greens, but it's, it's long. It's 7,400 yards. They have a lot of like 150 to 200 yard approaches, and that's where Will Z just eats. Um, great ball striking. He's gained heavily in, uh, in five straight T to green. Three top sixes in 2022. I know the putting's bad. Um, you know, give me a it, it, give me a, a great ball striker here though, and hope the putting can kind of work out even. Um, I think it's time for Will to get one. And at 9400, I think this is a, a really good week for him. Uh, I like him and JT to kind of be battling down the stretch. If I had to pick two guys to, to win this tournament, um, I love Will Z at 9400 and DraftKings. We'll be on a lot of my teams. All right. Um, and it's worth noting that Len Hochberg, our good buddy uh, in our golf league, also Rewire DFS writer, uh, profiled both Zalot, Will Z and Fleetwood, uh, mentioned him and his his nods as well. So uh, a lot of consensus of yeah. those folks. If you want to ride the hot putter, that is uh, Fleetwood's putting better than anybody else the last uh, three weeks or so. He gained eight, eight strokes putting at Heritage, uh, five at the Arnold Palmer. He's been putting it really well. Yeah, he sure has. And, you know, it's funny. He, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that, uh, you know, he, he was slow to come come back from COVID. Remember, he was locked away for a while, couldn't come back. So 
I kind of wonder if that, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I kind of wonder if uh, that took him a, took him a while, but I don't think we'll, we'll be going our own way if we go with Fleetwood here. Uh, we'll be uh, with God, many others. No, that was so bad. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, anyways, uh, incredibly disappearing $8,000 tier. There's hardly anybody here in this group, uh, but let's, let's enumerate it. Adam Scott's at 87. Taylor Gooch is at 86. V Johnny Vegas, 84. Jason Kokrak is at 83. Jason Day, where's my lead, bro, uh, is at 82. Aaron Wise, 81. Adam Hadwin and Cam Champ at 8,000. Scott, are you going to be investing in anybody in the $8,000 tier? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a weird tier. It's not, it's definitely a drop down from the 9,000. We got big names in the 9,000. The names are definitely not quite the same here, but there are some guys I like as we, you kind of build your lineup. Um, I like Johnny Vegas right now. Uh, he's 8,400. He was 15th last week at the Wells Fargo, gained really nicely. He was actually, uh, he led the field in approach last week, gained 10.1 shots in approach. You know, love that in a, in a long course like this. Uh, didn't hit it well off the tee, which is kind of strange for him. But if he could straighten that out, he could really make a move up. You look at his last three tournaments, I know he missed some time with that arm injury, but it's 15th, 19th, and 4th. That's a pretty good stretch of him, uh, you know, making top 20s, hitting the leaderboard, made seven of eight cuts. You look at this field uh, kind of ball striking wise, he's 15th in the field in ball striking last 24 rounds. He's sixth in approach. He was T9 here last year. So I think it's kind of all working together for Vegas really nicely at 8,400. Um, also like uh, both the guys, the low 8,000, like Aaron Wise and Adam Hadwin. Hadwin's playing really well. Last four tournaments, three top tens, really gaining well teed at green. Uh, Aaron Wise has kind of figured it out. He had that bad stretch. We talked about him as kind of a, a future star of this league. Sorry, someone's calling me about Aaron Wise right now, it sounds like. Um, but tip uh, line. yeah, he's uh, he was sixth in Mexico, gained uh, gained seven point in approach, 10.3 T to green, three top 21s last five starts. It's really started to figure out after that rough stretch. Uh, you look at this field in the last 24 rounds, sixth in T to green, seventh off the T, 13th in approach. Um, I like Wise in DraftKings, I also like Wise as a kind of a mid range bet this week, too. 8100, they will definitely uh, definitely be using him a bunch. He hasn't played much, you know. He's not. He he went from March 17th, April 14th with, you know, between the Valspar to the heritage and then another week off in Mexico and then play last week. You know, weird, weird. You know, you think he'd be trying to max out his rounds, but uh, not quite established on the tour, but you know, we'll see. I, I, I kind of like him too. Jeff, what say you? I love Johnny Vegas off this tier. Uh, it's got sucked up every stat I could dig up on him, but I just think also, <laughs> I think also he's just an aggressive player that uh, yeah. he's got a track record of winning events where with a very low winning score. So an on form Johnny Vegas, I think is dangerous at this type of place. And the, the T nine last year also is kind of a, a signal flare that uh, if he's on form, this, this course could be a great fit for him. Also, I kind of like Taylor Gooch. Um, you know, he kind of flashed. He's not consistent, but um, he's another guy that can ring up birdies. I read he was, I think he's leading the tour in par three scoring and he's up there in par five scoring. So just guys that can make birdies quickly, you know, that's kind of what I, you're looking for in this mid tier. So I flagged Gooch as well, but Vegas, uh, like Scott, um, Vegas, my favorite off the eight thousands. All right. Very good. Uh, before we move on to the copious $7,000 tier, quick note from our sponsors on the blue wire network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, thank you for indulging that us on that. Uh, let's look at the 7,000s. I am not going to name them because it's a huge tier this week. Uh, but there are a bunch of guys that are of interest. Scott, we'll start with you and the top half of the 7,000s. Who do you like? Yeah, a couple of guys. I actually like this range. There's a lot of interesting names. I don't think the 7s are that much worse than the 8s this week. Um, Agreed. My, my first guy is Alex Noren. 7,900 made seven straight cuts. Um, I'm just doing the top half of the 7,000s here. But three top 15s his last six tournaments. Uh, ball striking slipped a little bit last two weeks. Kind of the one thing that pulled me off a little bit. But you look overall, last 24 rounds, 7th in the field and shots gained total. Playing really good golf. Um, I think Matt McNeely's live here at 7,800. Hasn't missed a cut since October. If you just want a guy to make the cut, it's pretty solid. But I kind of like Lanto Griffin a little bit more. And I haven't heard his name a lot this week. I've heard a lot of Matt McNeely. heard a lot of Sebastian Munoz. Um, I really like the way that Lanto Griffin's played the last two weeks. He was uh, he was sixth at Wells Fargo. He was 15th at Mexico. He gained 8.9 T to green in Wells Fargo, 6.5 in Mexico. Gained really nice and approach in Wells Fargo. Um, one of those guys that can kind of get hot and get rolling. Um, you know, a little bit inconsistent, but I like him when he's playing well. So 7,700 in a range where I think a lot of the raw ship gets sucked up by Munoz right below him and McNeely right above him. Um, I really like Lanto kind of sneak through as a, as a lower uh, rostered guy this week. I really like him to uh, have a chance to make a top 25. Good picks. I would add uh, my man on our uh, fantasy our season long fantasy league, Davis Riley, withdrew uh, last week. Don't know why. I don't. I didn't read that there was an injury, but uh, he's quietly ringing up some top ten finishes uh, this spring and summer. So I again think uh, you're getting a discount there for last week's withdrawal. I think I think that's a great price for Davis Riley. So he was um, he's one more that I would add off this the upper seven thousand tier. Uh, all right, very good. Uh, I, I was, I'm trying to, uh, I, I'm doing a Twitter search while we were talking about Davis Riley, and I, I found there is a Davis Riley tracker account out there. <laughs> oh, he, that, 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 that's mine. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's late, early, as if, uh, if the tea times matter. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen yet a reason why he withdrew, though. So, do you think someone just grabs all like the guys coming up names just in case they turn into big stars and they have the URL then? Oh, it's, it right? could be. It's Riley underscore tracker uh, for what it's worth. Um, hmm. But yeah, I, and now, I, yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of rabbit holes you can go, I go down here. So, uh, but yeah, I just try to find it. And he actually has his own account and that's often sometimes where you see it, but he hasn't tweeted since June of 2021. So uh, 
yeah, not going to get anything there. All right, moving on. Sometimes you get some, you get a good search, uh, good search result. Sometimes you don't. That gave us enough time for Jeff to go back to you for the lower seven thousand dollar tier. What say you? Who who do you like in this grouping? I I flag uh, Patrick Rogers. He got picked up in our league a couple weeks ago. I was sort of kicking myself. Just keep an eye on him as someone who's um, rounding into form. I think he finished tenth in Mexico. Uh, don't think he played last week, but. For seven thousand, you're just looking for a cut made, and also uh, Jeff, I believe is your guy now. Brandon Wu, did you grab him in our? I did, one? and yeah. he, he, I infected him, or my team infected him because he missed the cut last week. Uh, I had all five golfers miss the cut in our season long league. So follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Erickson. I can help you. What sort of what sort of place in Mexico though? Before the pickup, he was runner up, right? Yeah. Before you grabbed him, so I don't I don't know. Yet to price. know me. All is right. there a, is there a bonus in our league for over five missing the cut? There should be, really. I mean, it really should, really yeah. should. I even picked up someone just so he could miss the cut. That was nice. <laughs> uh, anybody else, Jeff Jeff Ritter, Before no, we that's go to it. Scott, that's and it Scott can make some more sardonic remarks. I would right. never I would never do such a thing. Um, no, nor no, do no. I. Nor do I know what sardonic means anyway. Um, Liar, you do. Bottom uh, bottom half of this tier, uh, there's a couple of guys that just kind of a recent form plays. Uh, you got to look at Kurt Kitayama. Unreal the last couple of weeks. He yeah. finished uh, he f- finished 15th at Wells Fargo, uh, backed up the second at Mexico, uh, Mexico Open. Usually guys that kind of pop like that, you're like, oh, what's going to look like the next week? And um, not only finished 15th, but gained uh, 10.3 T to green. He was second in the field in T to green. Gained 8.4 approach. He was second in the field and approach the whole field last week. Played really well. Just didn't putt it well. He might have been there on Sunday. Um just uh, he played really well. Well, at Mexico, well, far just kind of a recent form play. Seventy four hundred. Um, when you get back to back weeks like that, I, I like to take another shot, especially at the price. And then a guy who we talked about last week and did did really well, finished fifteenth. The CT Pan. He's seventy three hundred. Uh, another solid week. He's made five straight cuts. He gained uh, he gained seven shots. T to green last week. He's gained T to green eight straight weeks and really big T to green numbers. Three of the last four. Um, a stat you really want, especially in a long course with big fairways. You're gaining T to green. Uh, you can really make some make some ground in this field. He's 14th in the field, last 24 in approach. So I like that number this week, hitting some long irons. Um, you know, uh, CT Pan was cheap last week. Played him 15th. Uh, I'll take it again at 7300 again. The price didn't really even move. It's, I like it. Yeah, um, I like it too. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm every time we get into this here, I'm like, okay, maybe this guy's available in our league, and I can finally cut Kyle Stanley, who's just hitting there like. <laughs> Just bad cheese, you know, just stinking up the entire refrigerator. You really but, have tried to cut him a lot this year. I have, I have. But, it's always uh, good to know who your next cut is, though. It's good to have Dude, that I have like up. five guys that are my next cut. That's my problem. I mean, hell, I could cut Webb Simpson and no one would know the difference either. Uh, it's just that bad, but uh, brutal. And I didn't even want him. It's just like, oh, I felt like I had to take the value. Um, but there's a lesson for you guys in auction leagues. You know, get, don't you know, like take advantage of what you perceive as a bargain. If you don't even like the golfer that much, I mean, or whatever the sport being, you know, like him as a human, not as a golfer, but all right, let's move on. Any, any bargains? Uh, let's go in the $6,000 tier. Scott Jen said, do you like anybody in the 6,000s? Anybody can tie the room together like the rug and big Lebowski. Uh, I actually do. There's a, there's actually a, a trio of guys in this range that I like. Uh, the first is, Steven Yeager, who I think you we talked about a little bit earlier this season, did not play well, but you know we're looking at recent form again, kind of on the Kitayama train. Uh, he was sixth at Wells Fargo, he was fifteenth at Mexico, playing really well. And you look at the stats from last week; like he hit it great. 10, 10 shots gained, tee to green, four point nine approach. Um, you know, had missed four straight cuts prior to that, but maybe he's figured something out. He was someone that came into the year with a little bit of hype, and maybe he's finally settled into the tour 
and figuring it out. But back-to-back really good weeks there. Um, again, our boy, Austin Smotherman, we talked about him last week. Uh, nice 25th place finish last week. Hit the ball really well. Gained a tee to green, grand approach. You know, if they're going to keep sticking him at 6,800, he's going to keep making cuts. That's five of six now. Um, you know, I think you can keep playing him. And it's uh, he was he's horrible around the greens. I think that's a little bit muted this week with the big with the bigger greens. So maybe that helps his game a little bit. And then finally, a guy who I think, the, you know, if you need to make someone to make the cut down here, maybe not uh, not win the tournament, but uh, Scott Piercy is playing really good golf right now. He's 6,700, uh, made three straight cuts, all those events. He's been in the top 40. Uh, he's gained tee degree in four straight weeks. He was weak on approach last week, but uh, gained 5.1 in Mexico. So uh, a good sign there. But, you know, give me uh, three straight made cuts. He had a 12th at RBC. Um, a guy who's, you know, shown he can kind of make cuts and get on the leaderboard in the weekend usually falls back a little bit. But uh, I think all three of those guys are playable. And as you get under 7,000, it's hard to find that. Um, I found a couple more guys than usual this week. I think all three are, are pretty good shots to make the cut this week. Smother, I don't know how we haven't single-handedly inflated Smotherman's price because he <laughs> continues to be underpriced every week. He's outperforming this. I still like him in the 6,000. Anytime you get him to 6,000, he's profiling as someone who should be outplaying that price. I also would add uh, – Hudson Swafford's a guy who uh, I believe he won the Amex this year, right? I mean, that's he like did. four months ago. So that's a shootout. And he finished uh, believe... T30 at the Masters, too. So did he? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, he's, Len he's wrote him few... up. He's so I, three... I didn't do oh, that research myself. I mean, okay. come on. <laughs> All right. He was another guy. I like Smotherman, the, my, my favorite still off this tier until he could, until somebody prices him off this tier. Uh, but Swafford has my attention as, as someone who started to make some cuts again and maybe find his form after that early season victory. Structure wise, are you going to build, is this, is this one, I think you could get away with getting like three guys in the nines or two guys in the nines and get Vegas with that. Uh, You may even avoid the top four and you could probably build, or you could even maybe even fit it all in with the cheapy six thousands too. How are you going to build your structure this week on, on a DK lineup? Uh, I'm probably going to play a couple of cheap guys. Let's say cheap, like 7,400 and below. Maybe one of those, uh, one of those Pan and Kitayama guys. Then one of the guys in sixes. Then kind of ramp it up. Either, either a couple of eights, a couple of nines, or maybe a, a JT one in the nine and one in the eight, something like that. But I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go pretty stars and scrubby. I think this week, just because I don't love the say the 7,400 to like 8,500 range. I like some of those low 8,000 guys, but don't love them. Whereas I love the guys in the nine. So I'm going to try and get, uh, I'm going to try and go stars and scrubs this week, maybe a little more than I normally do. I think, uh, I think a course like this is one where courage on the betting sheet can be rewarded because it's a shootout. So, you know, I, like you take a course like the masters, a very tough golf course is going to be, it kind of separates the field. You're going to get a very good golfer playing their best at a very tough golf course. This is not a yeah. tough golf course. So you're going to get a hot putter. You know, like last year's KT Kim, who just breaks through and wins his first tournament of his career. You could very easily get a first-time winner again this week at a place like this. So I think Stars and Scrubs makes a lot of sense. And uh, don't be afraid to be scrubby this week because it, it really you really are looking for somebody that could just get hot yeah. and, uh, and get on the leaderboard on Sunday and maybe even win the thing. I think that's so. going to be my lead-in for uh, the, when, I, when I tweet out the link here. Don't, afraid, don't be afraid to be scrubby. Uh, better than a Fleetwood Mac joke well maybe not that's arguable uh risable even uh but there you go all right uh let's move on to the betting sheet here using the lods at sisportsbook.com you can check it out yourself there hope and if if your state allows that uh, we encourage you to make your selections of course there are many places you should shop around odds but we use uh, si sportsbooks as ours uh so let's take a look at the betting sheet here uh Jeff Ritter who do you have on your betting sheet 
Fleetwood, 45 to 1. I like that a lot. Uh, then I kind of jump into these. I, I, the top 10s and top 20s are kind of fun to just uh, move down. It makes me think of British Open betting when I've been over there where you can uh, bet in each way or something like that. So I like uh, I like Sam Burns top 10 at, at plus, 20, plus 230. Hideki, top, Hideki Matsuyama top 10 plus 300. Davis Riley top 10 plus 550. Uh, I like all those a lot. And then I, you know, I'm tempted to just drop down. I haven't found him yet, but where is our guy, Austin Smotherman, who just continues to be, where is he on our list here? 200 to one. Wow. That, that, that's a nice Why not? change. Why not? Why not? Why not? So Fleetwood, I, you know, look at their, there's uh, using the SI Sportsbook odds. There are one, two, three, four, five, six golfers at 45 to one, but you look at his top tens and top fives and, much lower odds there, uh, you know, it, which indicates to me that, you know, top five, top 10, top 20 indicates to me that he he's getting him at 45 might be a pretty good value uh, is the real takeaway here, at least compared to the other 45s out there. So I kind of like that one a lot. We'll see. I mean, I think it, it might be an acknowledgement of that. He's been this kind of top 20 machine, but where have you seen, you know, it's not necessarily it's also true. either, you know, yeah. so uh but I like the current form a lot, like we said earlier. So at 45 to 1, I am uh, I am interested. Yeah. Scott, how about you? Who's on your betting sheet? So I'm going to go a uh, couple in the upper range, a couple in the middle, and a couple darts. Uh, I actually really like the price this week on Will Z at the SI Sportsbook. He's a little bit lower in some other places, but he's 22 to 1 on SI Sportsbook. I think that's a phenomenal price this week. Um, I also... I like Hideki at the on the on the price. He's thirty to one on the on the SI sportsbook, which I really like. I think he I think he might drop down a little bit, but if he's healthy, um, you give me Hideki at thirty to one almost in any field, and I'm on that. So you guys know how much I like Hideki. The drop it down in the middle. Uh, you mentioned that group at forty five. It's actually not going to be Fleetwood for me, but it will be Aaron Wise. I think this is a uh, a week where he's going to make a run. I really like the recent form. Uh, I think Adam Hadwin's uh, a good bet at forty five to one too. I don't know if I'm going to be there because I have two guys at the top. But uh, he's interesting, but I probably won't be on him. I think I'm going to go wise instead. And then dropping down to a couple of darts, um, I'm going to go C.T. Pan and Kitayama at their recent form, 90-1 to on C.T. Pan. I think he's got a chance to, you know, make some noise being a leaderboard on Sunday. And Kitayama with the recent form, 100-1, to I think is worth a, a dart also. Uh, I want to also mention an interesting price on here, a guy we didn't talk about very much, uh, Brooks Kepka. We didn't even mention him. He's right. uh, he's he's 30-1. to It's he, He's won only once in like three years or whatever it is. But um, – I don't know. I think if you're going to play Brooks, I would bet him rather than play him on DraftKings just because it's a week right before a major. Who knows where the motivation is, but he's a guy that can win, but he can also miss the cut. And when, that, when that's the case, um, I'd rather take a guy at 30 to 1 than have him mess up my DraftKings lineup. So if you like Brooks, um, I'm not going to play him either way this week, but I would bet him over rather than playing him in DraftKings. Is there any other golfer that you have to ask, does he even care? Or is, is that just a narrative at this point? Uh, it just seems like every time his name comes up, does he care? Is this yeah. is this a tournament he cares about? As if that does that's not true for every single golfer uh, when they're out there. But it's just you wild. you don't get a top guy though that misses. I mean, you look at the last six weeks; he's had three top twenties and three missed cuts. Like we we talk about guys like we talk about guys team. like JT. And it's <laughs> like oh well, he's you know he hasn't missed a cut all year, hasn't done this. But like it feels like Brooks either contends or if he's not in contention on Friday, he's just kind of like all right, I'm out of here. With a major next week. I just worry about a little bit. I think he's, if he, he plays well Thursday, Friday, like he can win the tournament, but I just, uh, I'd be worried that he goes, you know, he goes, ah, you know, I'm not too worried about a Friday afternoon. doesn't really lock in if he's not there. Um, obviously that's jumping his head, but you look at, uh, you look at the last 10 tournaments, missed the cut six times like that, that, that matters, especially for DraftKings. Whereas, you know, he does have that win equity. I just worry about missed cuts for DraftKings. 
Yeah, uh, I hear you on that. And I'm also thinking season long again, too, because I think it's valuable to get these consistent guys in a long yeah. haul contest like that, where you have them every week instead of trying to time the market with them. Oh, I get them for majors. You know, maybe it's more important just that you get the guy that when he shows up often and when he, and he shows up and he, sh- he actually shows every time, too. So lessons learned, at least for this dumpster or, fire of a team that or, I or just or just go the extra dollar on scotty scheffler and call it a day oh god oh <laughs> uh, yeah that, that, that one's hard i won the first tournament in this league too we i have hideki yeah and i was like yeah all right it's gonna be a good year and fart noise the rest of the way but <laughs> all right one and done uh i think i made ritter go first the last few times scott you get to go first this time uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Will Zalatoris. I thought about uh, you know sneaky, maybe low roster DJ, but I really like Will Z this week. I just love the ball striking. Haven't used him yet. I've used JT. Otherwise, he'd be my consideration also. But uh, I'm gonna go uh, Will Zalatoris for. Uh, I think it would be his first win, right? Yep. I'm. Uh, I'm intrigued by the one-off DJ idea. I've already used Spieth. I really like Spieth this week, but I've used him in one and done. I've also somehow used Taylor Gooch in one and done, who I was thinking about. But so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go farther down the board. I just feel like this is a shootout course. Beware the random. Beware the surprise. I'm gonna go with Johnny Vegas as my one and done. I am going to lock it. Lock it I, uh, as we speak. I'll be very happy if you get that because he is on my season long team. I would be, I'd be all for that. So I teased earlier that I might go Scheffler. I, I'm, I'm too chicken. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go Tommy Fleetwood here. Um, that, but I, I really want to go Scheffler in a way, but I don't know. And I, I need to make up the ground, but uh, I, I, I'm going to go Fleetwood. I feel pretty confident in that. And I, I, I just, we get bonus prizes and our thing for, for, uh, in our one and done pool for majors, maybe in this other one and done pool, which has a ton of players in it. I'll do that reminder, do an alternate pick. If you're allowed to, as we learned uh, last week uh, with Paul Casey, as we learned every week with Paul Casey, <clears throat> never Paul Casey. Uh, yeah. I'm just not going to ever have him on the one and done this year, maybe next year, but I'm done with him this year. You picked Fleetwood, and 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 Jeff Ritter mentioned earlier, you know, best golfer, not a major active. You mentioned maybe Fleetwood. Who is it? Who is that on that list right now? Is it, is it Kucher? Is it Paul Casey? Is it Ricky? It's not Ricky. It probably was Ricky for a while. It is Fleetwood. Is it's it... definitely Fleetwood, right? I mean, is it, a, is it a lifetime achievement or is it, you know, who is it right at this moment? I mean, it could be Phenal? Xander, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, Xander. Xander's Xander. probably the best player hasn't, but like, if you look at like yeah. guys who have been there a long time, maybe it's Casey, but yeah, Xander's probably the right answer for best active golfer. Yeah. Gold medal. It, it's like the seventh major. But uh, well, he won, he won the Zurich Team Classic. That's kind of like the fifth major, right? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. There's TPC is had that the match play you could say could be it. Uh, the Olympics, but yeah, I mean at least Xander's like he's done well in the Ryder Cup. I mean there's yeah. the Presidents Cup. I mean he's at all that. So yeah, he's won that. he's won some big events. It's not one of the big four, but uh, yeah, he's probably yeah. the best guy. But it's uh it's interesting. It's used to be used to be such a big thing, and now it's kind of like not not as big a list of who who's the best guy without a major. Yeah. All right. And now we get to the frivolous stuff, but the fun stuff. Phil, is he going to play next week? I think no. I just think he would have appeared. I I think this would have been a nice time to just get out there again, get some of this behind you. Like, I just, it seems very difficult for me to just roll into a major championship with the world's media waiting for you and make that your return. So 
And I still think there's more to the story than we know. So I, I'm not expecting Phil. I do think we're going to see Tiger. Did Tiger actually commit today? Did I see that? Did, some, did something new come out as we were getting ready for this? I wasn't I'm I not sure. I, I think we're going to see Tiger. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. – I would bet no on Phil. Will Greg would, Norman apply for an exemption for this too? If there's time, uh, yeah, we've got maybe till Friday, right? You heard about that, though, for the British. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hasn't played since 2009, but oh, I just, I'm surprised and disappointed that I didn't get accepted there for that. That was pretty funny. But, uh, and then finally, uh, uh, any reaction to Sergio pretty much outing himself as one of the guys going to the Saudi tour with his his classic outburst uh, on, on Friday last week? Like you have to know that the the cameras, the cameras and the mics are on, right? Like I just, it's just, it was weird. And then I don't don't know. I guess he can go back to Saudi and tear up some bunkers. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. So we've got, I mean, Sergio won't be alone for long. I mean, uh, we've reported today, our, our, our senior writer, Bob Herrig has, has it that 19 of the current top 100 live golf event so we don't know who they are yet but we're kind of information's coming out in drips and drabs and uh you know sergio shined the spotlight on himself last week but he's gonna have company yeah i think it's pretty clear westwood's another one of those guys yeah it sounds to me like there's more golfers on the euro tour than there are on the pga tour that uh are leaning in that direction at least right now yeah probably i mean the first one's in london too so you know they're already over there but Sure. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, that's other than the major, it, that's, that's one of the most interesting stories we have going in golf right now, I think is what is going on with this rival tour and who's yep. in, who's out and, and how's this all going to take shape. So if, uh, uh if, if Phil was going to withdraw, wouldn't he have done it by now from the PGA? You can go all the way up until your first tea, until your first tea time. I, I think he just he would just want to if he wasn't going to play. I think he just wanted out there. He's not going to play and stop people asking questions. And he, he just, did do that for the Masters. He did it yeah. like two weeks before. So that's what I was thinking that maybe uh, I don't know if he's going to come back. You think PGA of, of the majors is the softest of the four landing spots? Well, so. and he's the defending champ yeah. too. So there's that. But then all his gambling stuff came out last week, so maybe he doesn't want to oh, do it. Yeah, so bad. So well, yeah, bad. At, at gambling apparently, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Just so prolific. Uh, I mean, what, what podcast does he listen to to get his gambling information? That's, I mean, what are you, yeah. where are you getting? Matt, Max, Max Homa last week could have solved all his problems. But that's another, I mean, that's another reason why. I, why would you, I don't know if he comes back at a major. You know, there's just so much. I, I don't know. Maybe he comes back at the Live Golf event in London. And that, that's his first, you know, that's his first presser. That's a, that's a soft landing. Just to push, just to put more fuel in the fire at once, play an alt event. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. I don't, he probably doesn't have a soft landing spot anywhere. And supposedly, uh, I think uh, Morning Reed was also reporting that he was in touch with the PGA commissioner too, that they've been talking back and forth. So I was reading a number of articles from your morning newsletter. So it is the Morning Read after all. So good stuff there. Um, all right, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks to everybody for tuning in to Gaming Golf. Good luck this week in the Byron Nelson. We'll be back at you with the PGA next week. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.